This is the Back Porch Education Podcast. It's Teacher Appreciation Day, so we figured we'd talk about cooking. Let's get to it. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Today, Steve has brought a poem. I have been censured. Uh, Steve. <laughs> no, it's just feeling... If people listen to our podcast, they get become convinced you're the smart one. You you know you're the guy that has all the poems, and I just follow. <laughs> right. up. And I said I can bring a poem too. I read okay. great poets, Shel uh. Silverstein, for instance. <laughs> so oh, you went highbrow, huh? You're trying yes. to outclass me. <laughs> Shel wrote a nice little poem about uh, something I think both you and I have a passion for: food. Okay. In particular, Italian food is the name of the poem. And so uh, allow me to read to you uh, Shel Silverstein's poem entitled Italian Food. Oh, how I love Italian food. I eat it all the time, not just because how good it tastes, but because how good it rhymes. <laughs> Minestrone, cannelloni, macaroni, rigatoni. Spaghettini, scallopini, escarole, braciole, insalata, cremolata, manicotti. Doesn't really rhyme. But <laughs> marinara, carbonara, shrimp francais, bolognese, ravioli, mustacioli. I don't even know what that is. Mozzarella, tagliatelle. <laughs> Fried zucchini, rollatini, fettuccine, green linguine, tortellini, tetrazzini. Oops, I think I split my genie. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, so uh, good, I had good. to try and go for something I knew I could yeah, get your enjoyment out of. And, and, and yeah. both you and I... Um, some of us maintaining our weight better than others, um, uh, enjoy a, a fine board of food in front of us and uh, enjoy getting it there. I think I think you cook uh, from time to time when your wife will actually grant you entrance into the kitchen. That's and right. um, I actually uh, cooked my way through a private high school and part of my college experience. Um, I, I Took a job. My first job was as a busboy in a, in a local family restaurant in Kansas City, Kansas, uh, or actually Overland Park, Kansas, outside of Kansas City. And um, I worked my way up into the kitchen. I, I saw the not just the monetary benefits, but but sort of the prestige of yep. cooking as opposed to cleaning up after people have eaten. Yep. And uh, they taught me quite a bit. I hung around the, the back line quite a bit and, and learned from some of the chefs how things were supposed to work and kind of got an informal training in in quality cooking. And, and when, when, when I got married, so, so I'm an only child and you would expect me to be, as I probably am a little bit on the spoiled side, especially when it comes to, to cooking, my mama cooked pretty much whatever I wanted and was regularly attentive to my dietary desires wow. as opposed to my wife, one of nine children, <laughs> uh, spread out over the the, the large uh, expanse of twelve years, oh, right? So, uh, uh, she's from kids. a large family. Nine kids, twelve years, no wow. twins. Wow! 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 Um, 
and and her mom didn't teach her to cook at all. Mm. <laughs> she mm. was so busy. Of course. That it was uh, you know, get out of the kitchen type thing. Right. So so I walked in knowing how to cook and my wife uh having uh, normal common sense and ability uh but little formal training. Was it was it was a, a, a blank slate in yep. many regards, culinary culinarily in particular. And so I taught her quite a bit of what I knew and, and directed her towards menus that I preferred. Uh, and, and so I've just continued being a spoiled kid. But um, uh, but I but I do love to cook. Yeah. And I know that we're ostensibly recording this show. <laughs> the, the, the point is uh, Teacher Appreciation Day. Yes. Uh, coming up very soon here in May. And um, how can how can we appreciate teachers? Mm -hmm. And, and I was struck by the fact I've been struck by it many times in 30 years of teaching, but every once in a while, something will happen that indicates to one of my students that, uh, that I'm a person mm. <laughs> that, that I have a life outside of school. Not um, always immediately apparent to <laughs> the students. Correct. <laughs> you know, oh, you don't sit around reading the dictionary at night or right. whatnot. I thought they just um, turned you off and kind of pushed you over to the side. <laughs> that's right. You're you're in your chair every morning when we come in here. We just assume that's your your charging station, and yeah. you've been there all night. Uh, but but in trying to appreciate teachers, one of the things is appreciating the diversity mm -hmm. uh, that any human brings to uh, a table. Uh, but that at least for me, many students are fascinated by the notion that I would give it, given what they see of me as an English teacher, that, that I somehow fit in a kitchen. Right. And, um, uh, it, and, and yet as, as we get into that sort of thing, it's, uh, I saw it when I started coaching, uh, I don't coach any longer, but, but back when I coached basketball or soccer, uh, it brought me into a whole different place with my students. Yes. Uh, be, be, because they saw a side that they didn't see daily in the in the classroom, and, and it was I a more red-faced, angrier side, yeah. <laughs> a, a louder, a, <laughs> if it's possible, a louder version of this. Um, uh, yes, and, and, and Jason, you know, actually sees me. The rest of you that are that are listening to the podcast don't, don't envision me, but I'm not. Um, I'm not on the thin side. And so the the notion that Mr. Elliott at some point had actually played a sport, <laughs> you know, that some of them approached me on the field or court the first time, like, do you, do you have any idea what you're doing? <laughs> yes, way back when. Right. Um, Time sucks out the juice. A man grows old and indolent, uh, to quote Robinson <laughs> Jeffers from uh, yes. uh, several episodes back. But yeah, I, I think that's right. I think that um, what we're wanting to do in Teacher Appreciation uh, Day uh, is say that a teacher is, a good teacher is um, a good life, right? And so to the extent that um, it's, e like, it's easy to burn out uh, as a teacher if that's your only thing. Uh, but because you and I both uh, enjoy cooking, uh, we want to say that uh, these other interests, they do have something to do with uh, living well, right? They do have something to do with even teaching well. And uh, so 
on Teacher Appreciation Day, the day when teachers are appreciated for exactly that, being a teacher. Um, we want to say good on you, uh, but there's more to being a good teacher uh, than just sort of what it, what is it uh, being in the classroom. Uh, it, it's right. part of a life well lived. I think many people, you know, this is always the difficulty with 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 any uh, attempt to appreciate someone is uh, I want to get them a gift. Well, uh, what would they like? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you tend to think in terms of what you know that they do. Right. And so for me, markers, I get a lot of Barnes and pencils, yeah, markers, yeah. Barnes and Noble uh, gift cards. Great. Um, love it. You know, which, Great. Which, which, awesome. I love it. <laughs> yeah. None of that is bad. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Uh, but it perhaps indicates a narrowness of all they do is teach. Right. And, um, you know, I, I had a student one time ask me, uh, I know my parents gave you a Barnes and Noble gift card. Do you mind me asking what you bought with it? Cause they're, they're fascinated by my breadth of, of reading. They, they, <laughs> they go into bookstores that don't want a thing on the shelf. Right. Sure. sure. I, I go in and can't, I, I, that's, this is only a $10 card. This yeah, is not going to, it's hard to part um, with it. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I, but I replied by stating I had bought a cookbook. Nice. And I said, why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> now there's two things going on in that question. One is what would Mr. Elliot do with a cookbook? Cause they didn't realize my penchant for cooking. Mm -hmm. And of course, two is the, is the generation gap where to them, there's no reason for a cookbook. You've got all these resources, all these recipes online. Why yeah, would you yeah. buy? Uh, why would you buy access to recipes when they're there for free? Mm -hmm. uh, which, which is is legitimate. And and I'm often reminded when I look back at, at at how my interests have sort of in a in a spider web sort of way branched out over the years. Uh, I'm reminded of old Gilbert Hyatt. I think mm. we've, we've referenced him nice. before. Paideia? His. Or... Uh, the art, uh, well, the art of teaching is is, nice. is what I'm thinking. He has a wonderful section in there about you 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 take your first teaching assignment. Let's say that it's literature, and that naturally leads you into studies that involve the history of that particular literature that you're teaching. And before you know it, your your supervisor has assigned you a course in in that history because they know that you're someone who knows it well. Mm -hmm which has guided you into some specific aspect of that history, whether it be, say, political interests or art or, you know, whatever. And, 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 and it's been that way for me. I, I, one of my deep interests is movies. And my father uh, put food on our table for, for 50 years as a photographer. And so I have some sort of latent knowledge of, of lenses and film and that sort of thing, all of which are chased him out of the industry because it all went digital and right. changed everything. But, right. but, but I still, I, I love a good movie and I in particular appreciate a well shot movie. And, uh, that led me to, to when, when they were fishing around among the faculty in my small school, we would like some more fine arts electives. Mm. I said, well, I would love to teach a class on making movies bang. All of a sudden That's I'm teaching cool. a class on, 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 as I entitled it, R E E L real life. Oh, nice. um, 
and and some of it was a music or not a music uh, 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 movie appreciation aspect to it but then but then the big project is probably obvious we we made a movie. in the cases that i taught that we, we, yeah, we made a movie right yeah uh or or i i keep pitching that you know this is the problem with a growing school they, they've got me locked into my main gig of teaching english uh but but if there's ever an opportunity they know i would be more than happy to teach a culinary arts class nice. and students have stated very clearly <laughs> This is like why some of us took home ec in, in middle school, right? Either, either mm -hmm. because that's where all the girls were or, or hey, we want to eat our yeah, homework, yeah. right? <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> there's food involved. Of course, I'll take that class. Uh, but, but, but that's Hyatt's point is that there's this, as you passionately seek, I don't know if it's too heavy to say the truth, but at least seek knowledge of whatever field you're involved in, it, it leads you, all things are tied together. And so it leads you out. And, and my love of cooking, of course, has led me to, 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 to bread making, which is something I thoroughly enjoy. Awesome. Uh, it's led me to at least dabble in, in what I would call the, the do it yourself part of cooking. Can I make my own tortillas? Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Especially a, a trip I took to Guatemala where, <laughs> where I woke up one morning to, to, to these ladies, Padding out these these corn tortillas that that I would pay an amazing amount of money to have another taste of <laughs> right, yeah. because they were so wonderful and I said man and they're this is in the mountains of Guatemala this I, surely I could do this at home well yep. I can't but but I've enjoyed trying <laughs> sure. and, and and working on finding just that right set of knowledge to 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 become better at it or or, or uh, pizza dough pursuits, or uh, my my latest, uh, really kind of gifted to me again by by people wanting to appreciate me. In this case, my my two oldest sons had some desire to to give me a serious gift, and okay. so they chose an offset meat smoker. Nice. And, uh, <laughs> it it well, I mean, they gave it to me at Christmas, so I was like, oh man, I don't know that I can. Well, it's going to take, given my lack of handiness, I said it's going to take me six months to assemble this sucker. But um, <laughs> uh, once once it got, you know, I, I, I'm the quintessential modern got something new to do guy. I went on, on YouTube yeah. and, and started gathering videos and recipes and That's it, man. tips and tricks and what not to do. Because I recognized almost immediately the hardest thing here is you got to keep a fire going, but you don't want it. You, you want steady heat right and this seems to be like the mystical aspect of smoking is uh temperature control. not too cold yeah yeah temperature control yeah. and so uh and and it is an amazing uh addiction once <laughs> once you get what especially yeah. once you've uh, my my very first attempt was this um this classic and i you know i i've cooked long enough to know that you don't start right off trying the classics, right? Okay. Okay. You you build your way up to training wheels. Training the, wheels. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Don't start out on the Harley. Right. Um, but, <laughs> but there was this uh, this old thing that I've always been fascinated by, in part because of the name, right? The beer can chicken. Um, <laughs> okay. In, it it involves a can of beer. Uh, sure. Uh, going right up the middle of a of a whole chicken. And it stands on its end. It stands on that beer can. The beer can is shoved up into the to the Vent. middle of the chicken. We call that, yeah. And, 
and uh, and it and it roasts this way, and the beer provides the humidification to keep it moist and so on. No kidding. <clears throat> huh. Well, no, no kidding. Theory, it exists. In theory. <laughs> you, it's out there. There's a hundred videos about it. Okay. Uh, but then you get into, well, is it a full can? Mm. Uh, should you cut the top off? Uh, how much, how much of a, you know, right. there's all these questions that come up. Uh, does the, does, does it have to be expensive or cheap beer? Uh, is it a, you know, uh, low and slow or how higher much, heat? Yeah. How big is the chicken uh, supposed to be? Uh, man, there's a dozen questions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one friend said, well, it, 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 with a wine bottle and a turkey, would that work? <laughs> Uh, but anyway, no. uh, after my first attempt, which was beer can chicken, and didn't it, we we wound up finishing you guys that had bad Wendy's boy that off. day? Yeah, okay. Well, no, we we finished it. We ate late and had you know had to finish it off in the oven because it just uh -huh. wasn't working. Uh -huh. uh, but after that attempt, uh, okay. it has been nothing but delightful experiences. It 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 is low and slow, so it takes a long time. Uh, but I'm a teacher. I'm okay with that. Right. <laughs> Patience is something you got to have, right? That's right. So uh, this this past Christmas, uh, fortunately, without too frigid a temperature, um, a, a, a pork butt went on the, the smoker at uh, 4.30 a.m. Mm -hmm. and was served up deliciously at 1 p.m., which was the time we wanted to eat, not because wow. it took longer. Um and and there's just not a dissatisfied customer, right? So, so uh, my point is that that someone was trying to appreciate me, knew that I like cooking, gave me this new opportunity, total new. I mean, certainly, I had done the charcoal grill yeah, right, or, right. or the gas grill, but that's not even. I mean, there's very little there. Mm -hmm. um, that my my base fire and the offset is, it starts with charcoal, but then it quickly moves to wood, which is a whole new experience. Uh, but other than how to light up a, a, a batch of charcoal, I haven't used much of, of the one venue of cooking over here in this new. Yeah. And, and so it, it did delight me. Uh, of course, my sons are delighted. They were, they were members oh, yeah. of that Christmas feast. Yeah. They're <laughs> they're like, like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that was a good choice there. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, but it, it is so encouraging as you said, I think at the beginning is a big point. Teachers can become ensconced in t teaching, teaching, teaching. There's no end to the planning. There's no end to what could be done to be better. Mm -hmm. uh, coming up with new ideas, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, reading that next book, my, my list on Amazon, my wish list for, for books yeah. connected with my work. We'll never if, if right. It grows faster than it shrinks, right? Ex exactly. I mean, even when I do occasionally make a purchase off of there, I'm taking one off and putting four more on. So, yep. um, it, it's um, this 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 notion that I can have a space that gets me out of teaching that's still in uh, thrilling and exciting and 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 a passion to me, but but isn't about that main thing. I mean, I, th I think that's true in any profession, but teaching totally. seems to be one of those that, that can, can just overtake your life. 
yeah. and to have, I don't want to call it an escape because I don't, I don't think I'm escape. I'm, I'm moving from one reality to another. Right. And, and um, so that's a valuable thing. Right. Absolutely. It is. And, and I think what I, the point I want to hammer home from, from that, um, is it's not that, uh, you know, this, you having a smoker and, um, being able to make this, it provides a sort of another outlet for you that makes you a better teacher. No, no, no. It's, it's uh, sort of worth pursuing in its own right. And it brings you joy and it provides a service to your family. It enriches your life. It's good for its own sake. And to the extent that you are living a life well lived, that... <laughs> That will pay dividends in the classroom, but I but I almost don't want to admit it because I don't want to fall into the trap of um, making a utilitarian argument. You see what right. I'm, I'm only doing this. I'm only doing this to be a better teacher, right? That's not right. the point. <laughs> it's, exactly. I'm going to go. Point is, I'm doing right this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing this to not think about being a teacher right. for a little while. Well, I'm going to yeah. go right here. I'm going to go straight back to Peeper in Leisure as the Basis of Culture, yeah. where he says yeah. that uh, the man who, like, no doubt, uh, the man who prays sleeps better at night. But if you pray before you go to bed so that you will sleep better, you've missed it entirely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so I'm not I'm not drawing an analogy. I'm not saying um, <laughs> I'm not saying smoking meat is prayer, although <laughs> um, there may be some of <laughs> some prayer going on when you put 60 bucks worth of meat. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> the thing. But I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying is um, it these uh, these other arts are not uh, undertaken so that we can be better teachers. They're undertaken because of the, the benefits that they have uh, to us as people and our communities, uh, the glory that they uh, give God. And that's what makes it worth doing, right? Yeah. You want to appreciate a good teacher, appreciate them as a person, right? right? And, and, and not just because they're really good at making tests or because they... <laughs> Because they go the extra mile or whatever. Right, 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 right. Uh, So encouraging. Uh, Although some of that is, of course, flowing out of how good a person they are. Yeah. Which is made better by their other pursuits, their 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 life outside the life of teaching. Mm -hmm. And um and 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 I am not in any way attacking the notion that teaching is an act from all of life and isn't a a easily compartmentalized thing. I I understand that. Um, The other uh, aspect of this that always kind of um, surprises me is that once students find out or, or perhaps even taste my cooking, whether find out that I'm a cooker or, or have some uh, there for a while when I was teaching uh, religious studies at another school, Mm -hmm. uh, middle school, um, I, somebody gave me, uh, he's a Bible teacher and he's a cook. They gave me the good book cookbook. Wow. Which is the result of, uh, believe it or not, such things exist, food archaeologists. Nice. Who had sought out 
the authentic recipes for food throughout the Bible. <laughs> and so uh, it, it, it did fascinate me. That and I cool. tried a few yeah. things at, at, at home and whatnot. And, and my wife was just like, well, I remember the few times in my life when teachers brought something in for us to eat. You know, that was like the highlight of the year. Right. What if you had a biblical foods day and either had you know, shared recipes with the kids and they made them at home and brought them in, which we did a couple of times, or you you just made something for them, right? And so the, the tastes of the Middle Eastern cuisine of, yeah, the, the, the palate of Abraham is radically different than our own. Okay, okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. So the modern American has a, a extreme taste for sugar, sugar yeah, of course. Uh, is, is, is used to, to a, lo- a lot of things that, that just aren't available mm-hmm. to someone cooking 2,000 years yeah. before I Christ. mean, wars were fought over salt, right? Right, exactly, exactly. It's a great book, by the way, is a Salt, the History of the World, in which the author traces... Much of ancient history is is the availability of salt, hmm. the the fighting wars over salt, and so on and so forth. Add to it Amazon as as wish list. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It is okay, really an interesting read. Yeah. Fascinating. Um, but but I can remember, of course, the the uh, the notion that Mister, in some cases, they hated what I brought in. Right, that I brought in raisin cakes. And they were all like, oh, this will be sweet. sweet well, right. no, no uh, the best sweetener they had was honey. <laughs> right. And uh, so the second time I did the next year, I brought in raisin cakes and then just totally violated the spirit of the thing with whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs> and about half of them, of course, ate the whipped cream, took one bite of the raisin cake. Like, blah, 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 blah. Wow. <laughs> and uh, but. That was my requirement. You have to take at least one bite. Yeah. Uh, and I recognize that your palate just might not be used to this. I've raised four kids. I recognize mm-hmm, sometimes mm-hmm. what I know is really good food uh, is not a, you know, a five-year-old's going to turn their nose up at it. It's too complex for them. Right. Um, uh, but my, my point that I got lost in um, is that the modern student often, once they find out that I can cook, mm-hmm. Well, why don't you do that for money? You right. see, see where they go. Why, oh, why, why gotcha. do you teach when you could make? And, and of course, this is in part the influence of, of TV and Netflix right. and so on. I mean, you could be one of those, uh, you know, TV chefs making millions of dollars. You know, you could right. be the next Guy Fieri or whatnot. Right. And 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 what bothers them is not that I shy away, going, "Oh, I'm not that good," which mm-hmm. is probably true. Yeah, yeah, sure. But my my response is I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Well, well, what do you mean? I I think with the times that I've been paid to cook, have been my lowest. It's been the the low tide of my passion about cooking, mm-hmm. uh, because it becomes this duty, yeah, and this chore mm-hmm. and this daily, oh, I've got to make the mashed potatoes again kind of thing, right. As opposed to the delight it is for me right now where I'm cooking for people I love. I'm cooking things that are often new and different to me, trying out new recipes and that sort of thing. And and it's and it's an adventure as opposed to uh, a job. Right. And, and, of course, that's pushed me to reflect 
back on my own teaching yeah. and, and, yeah. and it's, it's given me a number, you know, it's Socrates, I think, that, that, that said teachers shouldn't be paid. Mm-hmm. And he had, he had several reasons for it, one of which was the fact that it turns it from a delight and a, and a true pursuit of truth to here's what I'm telling you, now give me my money. Right. You know, a transaction. Transactional, right. And, 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 it, and he was very concerned that, of course, that would have an effect on whether you taught the truth or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, often the truth isn't appreciated when it's taught. Right. And uh, the discerning teacher might uh, adjust things <laughs> so sure. as to keep the, the money coming in, mm-hmm. um, which is all uh, perhaps off the, the notion. But, but I, I, the best teachers, the ones I appreciated the most, uh, certainly taught more out of a passion for the subject material and the and and the students mm-hmm. than <laughs> the whatever paycheck there might be right. coming in. I mean, we we have at least followed Socrates and not paying teachers a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, I I think that's a good soapbox for the day. <laughs> no, it's it's good. I think it's a good place to um, kind of uh, wind uh, into. Right is. Uh, what we started uh, this podcast um, trying to say was that, um, you know, there are, there are skills, let's call them arts. There are arts like uh, smoking meat um, or, you know, whatever it is, chopping wood. I don't care. Like it could be whatever your thing is, right? It doesn't have to be cooking, but there are arts like cooking, um, Making onion rings. I've I've, I've recently discovered Jason's onion rings are better than anything else he's ever eaten. And he hasn't made them for me yet. And so perhaps a a future episode of uh, our podcast will be my uh, critique. (laughs) (laughs) Bring it on, man. If you you can come up with some way to uh, improve my onion rings, I'm all for it. No, but I I do stand by the claim that... uh, I have never had onion rings better than the ones that I make. Um, well, I'm I'm more than willing to be convinced of that fact. Okay, good. Good we've, deal. We've we've, we've <laughs> got to follow up on this. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll have to smoke some meat and uh, and make some onion rings. I I learned it much the same way that you did, right? As a uh, I started as a dishwasher and became a fry cook uh, at, when I was in high school. Um, and I learned a lot about uh, sort of cooking in the kitchen um, at a little greasy spoon restaurant in my hometown uh, that made, for some reason, when, it, when everyone else has decided to just open the bag and dump it in, um, right. you know, the, the owner had decided that uh, making onion rings by hand was still the way to do it. And I'm so glad that he had. Uh, because Cause it is, I learned, yeah, cause I learned how <laughs> to make right. really good onion rings. Um, yeah. and so, yeah, it's, it's one of those things for me. Cooking is not, um, the same. Uh, I don't, I don't get a tremendous joy out of trying new stuff a lot. Um, for me, it's much more, um, like I sit or, you know, Courtney makes a lot of wonderful food and uh, every once in a while there's a dish that she just doesn't want to make or, um, you know, it's more of like a special occasion thing. I find myself uh, filling that role. So another example would be General So, 
Uh, I love to make general so, um, and I think it's fantastic. Uh, you know, my family, uh, enjoys it a lot. And so that's not something that's on the menu every week for us, but, um, I find myself making it every once in a while and, uh, it's always a, a big time, uh, when yeah, we it's have a, it. It's an active, active celebration or, 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 uh, uh, this is, we know we're going to enjoy this meal. Daddy's making his general. So, right, so right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a good thing. And it's sort of, um, for me, I don't know. I, uh, bringing the food to the table, like you said at the very beginning, uh, I like having a lot of uh, yummy food in front of me. Right. That, that's, that's awesome. Uh, Thanksgiving, whatever. Um, but I also really like uh, to participate in the production of that food. Um, as much as I like to participate in the consumption, right? So, um, that, that's a, that's kind of a neat thing for me. Um, and yeah, it's good. Um, but, but where I was going with this is, is where you were talking about Socrates, right? Um, we started by saying there are arts that are worth pursuing for their own sake. Arts like cooking. But where we want to end, and I think it's an appropriate uh, end for Teacher Appreciation Day, is teaching is also one of those arts that is worth pursuing for its own sake. Um, not necessarily for the bags of cookies and Smarties and Expo markers that you will undoubtedly get, um, given with love, uh, no doubt. But because uh, it's a worthwhile pursuit. Uh, and so we're grateful uh, for the opportunity to practice the art. And uh, we're grateful for our fellow artists who are also teaching. So I don't know, I think, I think that's a, a pretty fitting place uh, to end. Steve, what, what, do, you, what do you say? If, if you think most teachers teach because uh, they can't do anything else, you're, you're probably right. Hmm. Uh, and I don't mean that as a negative. I mean right. that as a great positive. There's a compulsion. There's a a calling. There's a there's a drive. Mm -hmm. uh, the times I've stepped away from professional teaching uh, for various reasons in my career uh, didn't stop me from teaching. Yeah, right. Yeah. It just meant I wasn't getting paid to do it at the moment. Right. But my wife has commented on the fact you always find a way. Uh, and and and. And, and I, I believe that. I, I think that's true. She, she's a teacher and has found ways to teach, even though she's only taught professionally maybe three or four years of our 33-year marriage. Mm -hmm. uh, there's never been a day where she got out of bed and wasn't a teacher. Yeah. Right. Whether it was towards the, the children or her fellow employees or me <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, or just herself, right? Just this, this pursuit. And, and I think it's a very human art that all of us have to a greater or lesser degree. Uh, my mother was a professional teacher. My father would never attempt to be paid to teach something. And yet as a photographer, and it was constantly willing, still willing, uh, when one of my, one of his grandsons expresses interest in some sort of photography, here's, you know, he, he'll, he'll, he'll tell him what he knows because it's his passion. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think you've brought it to just exactly the right place that you want to appreciate teachers, appreciate the fact uh, that they love truth and uh, find a way to express that to them, you'll probably make their hearts glow uh, in much bigger ways than, than just a, uh, an apple. 
yeah. as as appreciative right. as we are for those sorts of material uh, gifts. The the true appreciation is when when you join in us seeking the truth. 